This hour of the Bill Meyer Show podcast is made possible by Clouser Drilling. Clouser Drilling is proud to sponsor the show. We appreciate them, too. If you need to drill for water, be sure to call Clouser Drilling. They've been leading the way in Southern Oregon well drilling for over 50 years. ClouserDrilling.com. Good morning. It is 12 minutes after 6, Monday, the 8th of January. Hope you're doing well today. And uh, you can join the conversation at 770-5633-770-KMD. Email Bill at BillMyerShow.com. Facebook.com slash Show feed is up if you wanted to uh, watch the show. It's just me, but, you know, hey, I'm here. <laughs> all right. And we're also heard all over Southern Oregon. 106.3, 106.3HD1, KMED, Jackson County, 99.3 KCMD in Grants Pass and Josephine County. And, of course, streamed on KMED.com. You can ask Alexa also to uh, play KMED. And just enable the skill, and you can do it. All sorts of ways you can stay in touch. Now, the 106.7 signal, we're hoping to get that back on today. It uh, I, I got it back on uh, Friday night, and then it ended up failing overnight, just uh, just a, a failing component. We're going to get that fixed uh, probably today. And uh, just, to, just to let you know how dedicated I am, you know, if the snow is uh, is looking pretty white up there over on uh, on Phoenix Baldy, I'll be hiking in. No snow dogs, but, uh, you know, if the forerunner can't make it all the way up, I'll be uh, hiking in. So, see, that's the dedication. That's the dedication that we here at KMED and KCMD end up, uh, end up uh, you know, promoting and, uh, and showing, you know, to make sure and, uh, and keep you listening one way or the other. <laughs> okay? Actually, it, it should be a pretty good day for hiking in. We'll see. Yeah, could see some uh, snow showers and rain, but uh, that's all right. I've got my snow boots and I've got my uh, little, those little uh, hiking poles. You know, just in case, and I'll take the little part that I need to go in there and replace. So there we go. Uh, to join in, seven seven zero five six three three. Carl Gould is going to join me after the uh, six thirty news, and uh, it should be a pretty interesting talk. He's a financial guy, and we're going to be talking about the um, the challenges in the supply chain after the. The pandemic uh, response, and actually, we never had a problem with the pandemic. It was really the response with the pandemic, everybody shutting things down. That was really, it was the response to it all that caused all sorts of horrendous supply chain problems back during pandemic time. Well, now we're looking at this happening again with the uh, the uproar in the Middle East, and we'll talk about what that's doing and what we could be uh, looking at here uh, in the near future. So Carl will join me after that. We're also going to talk with uh, Josephine County Commissioner John West after 7 o'clock. He's going to weigh in on Larry West's talk on uh, Friday. Larry West, of course, came on from uh, Citizens for Responsible Government, Josephine County. They're the ones pushing 17-116, the charter repeal and change. And that would uh, allow uh, Josephine County or force Josephine County to have five county commissioners and it's really important, no matter where you live here in Southwest Oregon, to really pay attention to 17-116 in Josephine County because a similar plan, or some would say a similar scheme, is planned for Jackson County. And it's the uh, the same type of uh, group in Jackson County that is out gathering signatures right now for a similar charter change. This appears to be the big push and I know that um, that many will claim, well, this is not a partisan thing. No, it's always a partisan situation. And generally speaking, when uh, Democratic Party people have trouble winning at-large elections in the counties, you have to change the rules. And I think that's what a lot of this is uh, is all about. I'm not the first person to say this either, so I'm not saying anything, you know, unique 
But that is really what's uh, going on. And I'm sure Commissioner West will have some interesting thoughts on that, too. So we'll talk with him uh, a little bit later on. All right. Well, you know, here we go as an example. And and yet and yet you hate to put it into this. Uh, well, you know, Democrats, uh, bad Republicans, good. But but I have no choice but to uh, do it when I look at this. Uh, this one headline here. Eighty one percent of Democrats believe Trump's name should be removed from the ballot. This is a national review. Eighty one percent of Democrats survey believe states should disqualify former President Donald Trump from presidential ballots. By contrast, 90 percent of Republicans believe states should keep Trump's name on the ballot. Independents more closely split. Forty four percent believe states should remove Trump's name from ballots. Trump's appearance on the ballot is facing lawsuits in at least 13 states. Yes, including Oregon, by the way. And uh, U.S. Supreme Court did agree to weigh in on the Colorado Supreme Court decision. So we will get something, some kind of decision. And uh, they're going to hear it sometime in February. And hopefully we'll find out sooner rather than later. But I do find it fascinating, absolutely fascinating, that um, that Democrats who are always talking about, you know, we're here to defend and save our democracy. Now we really understand what they meant by our democracy. When the Democrats talked about our democracy, no, they meant their democracy, their democracy, their candidates, and they'll decide who ends up going on to the, uh, you know, onto the ballot. You know, I love that. Uh, you know, you can you can vote for anyone that you want as long as the Democrats like the person you have on the ballot, and that's really all there is to it. All this bullshit about, well, there's an insurrection on the 14th Amendment, Clause 3. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. No one with a uh, a modicum of thought can really consider January 6th an insurrection. It's a riot. It's a bad idea, and I told people not to go to it because I had a feeling this was going to be a Fed trap right from the beginning, and unfortunately I ended up being right about it, but I wasn't the first person to think about that either. You know, just a regular guy. You know, you get to smell. You can just smell the corruption. You can smell the corruption in the uh, in the Democratic process in the in Washington D.C. in the Capitol at that time. Nobody was going to hear any court cases uh, bringing up any questions about all the hinky that had been observed. No one was going to uh, to. No court wanted to take the hot potato of all these state legislatures who did not have the opportunity to weigh in or vote. For these voting changes, but all these uh, vote changes and, and different procedures that were imposed on the system because of pandemic response, you know, all that kind of put it in scary air quotes, you know, that sort of thing. But um, but, yeah, I'm, now we know what it's all about. Eighty percent of the Democrats plus. Are, no, no, no. We like democracy until you vote for the wrong person. Then we don't like democracy. Then we have to uh, we have to protect our democracy by preventing Republicans for voting for their democracy. No, it's only you get to only vote for the Democrats' democracy, which is why, yeah, they're a bunch of fraudsters and uh, authoritarians. My goodness, I mean, you look at the history of the United States of America. They're going after Donald Trump. When we had Eugene Debs, the socialist who was in prison at that time, I'm not saying he should have been in prison, in retrospect, they probably would have given a medal today, but socialist Eugene Debs back in 1920, he actually ran for uh, president from his prison cell. From his prison cell, he ran for he ran for uh, for president. And you didn't have the Democrats and the Republicans back at that point saying like, uh, 
Oh, no. we got to defend our democracy and keep uh, Eugene Debs off of it. It's really silly. I mean, it's silly, and yet it's serious at the same time of, uh, of what is going on here. You know, our democracy with a little trademark there. Every time your Democratic friends are out there talk about, hey, we have to save our democracy. Oh, you save our democracy by not being Democratic, right? You know, that's how you do it, right? I don't know. Are there enough Democrats who are left that are uh, rather self-aware? That I don't know. So we have that story. This is an interesting national story. I don't know if you'll hear that much about it, but but, uh, Nashville reassigning 10 officers following leak of writings from Covenant School Shooter. Well, well, well. 10 officers will be reassigned next month after an unauthorized release of writings from the shooter who is responsible for the deaths of six people, including three children, during the shooting at the Covenant School last year. This is a reassignment only, said Christian Mumford. Spokesperson for Metro Nashville Police Department. To date, the department has been unsuccessful in establishing the identity of the person who leaked pages from the shooter's journals to radio host Stephen Crowder. Oh, heaven forbid. Heaven forbid that uh, the people actually get a chance to uh, learn the bloodthirsty hatred that was uh, boiling within the heart, within the dark heart of the island of misfit human shooter. You're not supposed to do that, right? You're not supposed to. Do that. He sends the wrong message because, you know, we're told that the uh, that the island of misfit human flag and agenda is just a it's a peaceful, loving agenda, until kind of like the Democrats when when all of a sudden it's not uh, peaceful and it's not democratic, and then, you know, when you're uh, codifying and uh, coddling mental illness, what do you expect, right? There we go. There's other news headlines, too. We'll talk about those uh, coming up. 770-5633, and you're on The Bill Meyer Show, KMED, KCMD. The phones are ringing at Fontana Roofing as word gets out about their metal roofing division. Let's be a fly on the wall. Yes, sir. That'll be ready for pickup on Tuesday afternoon. Absolutely. Thanks for the call. See you Tuesday. Let me guess. Another order for a metal roof pickup? Third one this week. Hmm. I'm getting pretty good at this. I'm feeling, um, pole barn in Prospect. No. House in Hilt. Uh-uh. Garage in Gold Hill. Nope. Cabin in Keno. Colder. Riding arena in Rouge. Freezing. A fort in Fort Klamath? Brr, I'm so cold, I can't feel my toes. I was running out of alliterations. Well, you were on the right track. Warehouse in White City. Well, that was my next guess. Uh-huh. But I can choose the color. Go. Brown. No. Green. Eh, try again. Gray. That's a big negatory ghost rider whether you'd like your metal roof manufactured and installed on site or you're picking up to do it yourself you can safely guess fontana roofing will create a metal roof that's perfect for your project visit fontana roofing services.com black fuchsia i'm done Bill Meyer for Wellburns Weapons. Wellburns has the latest in suppressor technology, the Griffin Armament Bushwhacker 46. This new generation Bushwhacker 46 is engineered to be more compact and durable with higher performance and more mounting options than its predecessors. And its suppression flexibility, amazing. 450 Bushmaster, 458 SOCOM, 308 WinMag. The Bushwhacker 46 will suppress practically everything in your gun safe. Incredible versatility. See it today at Wellburn's Weapons on Crater Lake Highway in White City. Progressive asks, what do a middle school slumber party? <laughs> Let's stay up all night. Yeah! yeah. A sleep-deprived girl. <sighs> An early morning paper route. And a poorly thrown rolled-up newspaper have in common? Hey, my window! They can become a fast-breaking news story. 
Bundle your home and auto with Progressive for great savings and round-the-clock protection. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers not available in all states or situations. Hi, I'm Steve Potter, body shop manager of Lithia Body and Paint, and I'm on 106.7 KMED. 24 minutes after 6, join the conversation at 770-5633. Minor Davis here. Davis, always good to get things rolling, seeing what's happening over in the Iron Gate with you. What's going on? Well, I'll start with we had about 8 inches to 12 inches of snow on Saturday, and it's still here. Wow. But it's kind of melting off. Okay, so it, so, so it is melting off. Okay, the reason I'm asking is uh, I've, I've got to do, do a little hike in to uh, fix 106.7 today, and I was wondering how deep the snow is. I'm hoping it's not uh, you know that deep. That's going to be a lot to slog through. Please. Well, uh, they've issued a winter storm warning starting tonight uh, at 1 o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. uh, for Tuesday, and it runs through uh, – through Wednesday at 4 p.m. or something. Okay. And it's a warning, not advisory. But anyways, I wanted to say was, is I think uh, Epstein had naked pictures on uh, or uh, compromising pictures on congressmen and senators. And I think you're right. That's not what explains the votes of those morons. Yeah, I think it goes a long way. And let's be, uh, you know, when it comes right down to it, though, uh, I don't know if you subscribe to Joel Skousen's, uh World Affairs Brief, but I do. I think it's a very well put together uh, news thing. I don't believe uh, I don't agree with everything Joel Skousen says, but uh, he's pretty good on a <clears throat> on a lot of analysis. And his take on Washington D.C. is that intelligence and the surveillance system is so deep and so complete right now that almost nobody really gets to a high level in Washington, D.C., without them being controllable to some extent or another because of um, evidence that will be uh, kind of tucked away, sort of the uh, J. Edgar Hoovering of, uh, of various well, Congress critics. You know, mm-hmm. Probably Epstein worked for the CIA or Mossad or one of those uh, uh, alphabet soup. Uh, uh, oh, if, if I were a betting—well, if I were a betting man, it was pretty well known— that uh, CIA had already mentioned to police in Florida when they were first nosing around uh, Epstein that, uh, hey, he's ours, you know, that kind of thing. I would almost guarantee you that was a joint CIA and Mossad operation, and that's what, the, uh, and that's what this was pot. all about. You know, honeypot. Honey yep, this is, how, this is how you get control. This is how you get certain votes. This is how you get, this is how, I mean, it, it's obviously, I, and I know it sounds crazy and conspiratorial, but it's absolutely true. This is how you end up, this is how the deep state ends up uh, getting people to work. This is how you get the never-ending war abroad and the never-ending war on the citizens at home. You know, that's how you do it this way. And, yeah. and you know, this, well, it, to me, all you have to do is look at the way that Lin, Lindsey Graham votes. You know darn well intelligence has something on him. I have well, absolutely you know, there's, no doubt. There's you know? a rumor out that he's gay, so mm-hmm. maybe they got some kind of pictures like that out of him. Yeah, well, it's um, that's been talked about for a long, long time within the uh, halls of uh, Capitol Hill. And it's not that he's gay. It's just the fact that he would prefer people really not know, uh, given where he... Uh, of course, I don't know. As time goes on, uh, given the uh, mainstreaming of all of this, perhaps it won't matter, and then intelligence will have to find... You know, now I guess intelligence will have to start finding really bad stuff on you like you believe in the Constitution. You believe in the Constitution. That could be held, you know, over your head, and that could get you in trouble in Washington, D.C. It's like, oh, boy, you know, we don't want you thinking about the Constitution. Boy, you've painted yourself as an extremist. 
Right, Dave? <laughs> right. Well, I guess uh, I'm an extremist because I, I believe in the Constitution. Yeah. And, you know, uh, Jeff, Thomas Jefferson and George Washington were considered liberals of their day. That's right. Um, and so, but, but back then, though, liberal didn't have the same connotation that it does today. No, it doesn't. But what I was trying to say is, is when somebody asks me if I'm liberal or conservative, I say I'm a constitutionalist. I'm neither one of those things. Yeah, which would mark you as a classical liberal. All right, Modern Dave, try to dig out over at the snow today. Appreciate the call, all right? 770-5633-770-KMED. Well, they found the uh, panel from that Alaska Airs flight, uh, Airlines flight from uh, Friday, and I guess they found it in a, a neighborhood of suburban Portland. I don't think they found the whole door yet, but, uh, you know, that was, um, wasn't that the most bizarre story about that? With the, uh, the plane door blowing out mid-flight, it was like uh, 16,000 feet, 16,000 feet, and uh, on the Boeing 737 MAX 9, and a whole bunch of them are uh, grounded at this point. And it's a plug door. That, see, that's the interesting part about this. For that door to come out. And by the way, it was also a deactivated door. And I never knew this about uh, the way these planes were built. They'll build in all the uh, all the exits. They build in all the exit doors automatically. But planes, uh, depending on how they're configured, some of the doors will be active and other ones will have just a panel over them because anything that you have active, you probably have to maintain, blah, 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 and you know, certify and you know, do all these other things. But uh, that plane was just delivered. You know, this is something I, I just wanted to say. Of all the things you want to get down on Alaskan Airlines for, it's not what happened on Friday. That was a brand new plane delivered by Boeing in October. I think it was only two, three months old. That was it. It's uh, pretty clear at this point that um, 99% uh, sure that this is probably a defect from the factory. And, of course, I have to wonder what kind of woke engineering staff is uh, Boeing hiring these days. Did you wonder? You know, Tensile, you know, people that would know Tensile's strength in mathematics and, and you know, engineering terms and this and that and the other. Is that, is that racist these days or insensitive? I don't know. But you do start wondering for a while when you see things like this, like windows blowing out of a brand new plane. Well, door, window, panel, you know, that kind of thing. All I can say is thank goodness that everybody is okay. Although I guess that there was a uh, a young boy who had, had his uh, T-shirt pulled off in the stream, the wind stream. It's like, boy, you can imagine how cold that was, huh? It's another reason why... Hey, unless you're actually going into the bathroom or something, keep your seatbelt on, right? Always do. 631 at KMED, KCMD. No, we don't know what happened yet, but uh, I guess we'll find out here in the next few weeks. This is the Bill Meyer Show, KMED, KCMD. We'll talk supply side, economics, and more with Carl Gould. We'll have that coming up here in just a couple. If you want to enjoy everything an active and vibrant senior community has to offer, the Springs at Anna Maria Medford is the right lifestyle option for you. Life is easier living among friends and neighbors in stylish private apartments with large balconies, all while fully supported by our team of dedicated caregivers and service professionals. The Springs at Anna Maria is located in a quiet neighborhood close to Rogue Regional Hospital. Call to schedule a tour of the independent and assisted living community, 541-774-1822. 
The email of the day on the Bill Myers Show, sponsored by Central Point Family Dentistry. See all they have to offer at centralpointfamilydentistry.com and call for an appointment. Dr. Steve Nelson and his staff are next to Mazatlan Mexican Restaurant, just off Pine in Central Point. News sponsored by Caveman Heating and Air. It's the climate and we control it. Call Caveman Heating and Air at 541-476-0009 or cavemanheating.com. Good morning. I'm Molly Smith with your NBC5 morning news update. Medford Parks and Recreation Department is keeping busy. The department tells us that one park is getting a revamp and a new park is also being proposed. Howard School Park in West Medford along Mace Road has been on the list for renovations for several years, but was delayed due to the pandemic. Finally, it's receiving a $1.6 million rebuild this year, and a park is proposed for a new neighborhood that isn't even built yet in West Medford. Addison Park will be a roughly nine-acre park with plans for a splash pad, dog park, pickleball courts, and more. And January is National Radon Action Month, and the OHA is reminding people to test their homes for radon gas this winter. According to the Oregon Health Authority, radon gas is an odorless and tasteless gas that is the second leading cause of lung cancer just behind cigarette smoke. Radon testing kits are relatively inexpensive, ranging from $20 to $30, but OHA has free test kits available on their website while supplies last. They encourage people to test their homes at least every two to five years. And Coming Attractions is lowering prices for the Crater Lake Cinema in White City. The theater says standard movie tickets will be just $5, and the pricing is already in effect. 3D movies will be $6, and special events like concerts or sporting events will have an additional $2 to $4 fee. And that's a look at your morning headlines. For NBC5 News, I'm Molly Smith. Bill Meyer with Sharice from No Wires Now. So glad I switched a dish. And if your listeners have DirecTV or cable TV, they're paying too much. And you made it easy to switch. Plus, I got the Hopper DVR and Dish's very cool voice-activated remote. Call today. Tell me what you have, how much you're paying, and I think you're going to love Dish. I'll even help you lower your existing internet and cell phone bill. Call Sharice like I did. 541-680-5875. NoWiresNow.com. Restrictions apply. Call for details. Internet and cell phone service are not provided by DISH. Sometimes it's a bit of a quandary at Freddy's Diner at Eagle Point. Hmm, should I start with the Nashville wings or the mozzarella cheese sticks? Ooh, the Brownsboro Tavern Burger sounds good, too. Oh, wow, look at all those sandwiches and melts. A pastrami Reuben, fresh-cut fries or beer-battered onion rings, maybe a fresh salad, a seafood basket. Oh, man, it's complicated. Wait till he sees the dinner menu. Freddy's Diner on Main in Old Town Eagle Point. Freddy's Diner, open 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day for lunch and dinner. Jim Gaffigan here with some more straight talk. Let's take a moment to appreciate our sweet children, loving grandparents, and eternal soulmates. Now let's use them to save money on wireless. Because with the Straight Talk Silver Plan, you get four lines for just $25 a month with unlimited data and no contracts. So add those human pawns, I mean loved ones, and save money. <laughs> Thanks, kids. They're finally worth it. Straight Talk Wireless, available at Walmart. Get four lines on Silver Unlimited for $25 per line per month, plus taxes and fees. For data management practices and additional terms, visit straighttalk.com. 106.3 KMED, 99.3 KCMD, and this is The Bill Myers Show. Way too long since I've had the pleasure and opportunity to talk with Carl Gould. He's a worldwide leading authority on business. His company, Seven Stage Advisors, helps organizations grow to the next level. Now, entrepreneur. Now, now, Carl, you built three multi-million dollar businesses by the age of 40. An, an underachiever, huh? <laughs> well, welcome. <laughs> 
I'm a real slacker. Real yeah. slacker. Yeah. yeah, real slacker. All right. Uh, needless to say, his cell phone probably buzzes at all hours. But uh, anyway, uh, he's mentored in uh, the launch of over 5,000 businesses, some of the companies that uh, Carl has helped. Companies like Allstate, American Idol, USA, Olympic Track, IBM, McGraw-Hill, the U.S. Army. I have a feeling you're going to need to uh, go back to work with the U.S. Army there. Uh, they're probably going to need some more help there, given what uh, they've been talking about lately. But I digress, all right? You can find out more about uh, Carl, carl360.com. Love the website. Carl, welcome back to the program. Good morning, sir. Well, thanks for having me. All right. I wanted to talk about uh, something that you have been uh, paying attention to, and this has to do with uh, what's happening in the Middle East. Everything, um, I, I think people were kind of going to sleep after the pandemic era in which the reaction to the pandemic ended up uh, causing all sorts of problems with uh, supply chain issues. And now we're seeing a different type of supply chain issue, this time with what's going on in the Middle East. Could you break that down for us this morning, Carl, please? Yeah, so there's um, uh, between the, the conflict in the Middle East, between the ongoing um, attacks on commercial shipping lines, and and frankly the uncertainty about the safety of the uh, commercial shipping lines. What we're seeing is there's there's becoming a disruption in uh, finished goods as well as assemblages, meaning uh, parts parts for goods and raw materials. So it's creating a bit of a problem now for retailers and ultimately for consumers. Now, is this more than just the Suez Canal, or are we speaking of mostly the U.S. Canal or the Suez Canal that gets impacted by this? Well, well the Suez Canal is a is a major artery. Um, there is a you know there's a huge amount of of freight that goes through there. But really, if, when you go around the what they call the Horn or the tip of Eastern Africa, um, you know, and uh, and when you're when you're coming out of uh, the, Gulf, the GCC or the Gulf Coast countries, the, um, uh, the, it, you're, the those are major uh, shipping thoroughfares. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the the uh, the shipping lanes are narrow. There's a, a number of uh, countries that are uh, having conflicts, and so if you're a commercial company, I mean, if you think about it, you're like, well, who would want to send one of their boats into a war zone? Yeah, right? so yeah. It's not, okay. You see what I mean? Not it's not mm-hmm. just the Suez Canal. It's the areas where there are conflicts and there's areas where there are pirate attacks and, and um, you know, and, and other, um, you know, combative, uh, you know, activities going on. So if you're a commercial company, you're saying, well, we should stay away from there. And so, therefore, the, the goods and the goods that they're transporting won't, won't be transported through those uh, arteries. Didn't something happen with uh, Costco, the big shipper? I thought that there was uh, – now, this is not Costco, the warehouse store, but Costco – a big company that does the uh, the shipping didn't they? Uh, wasn't there some news about them today? Did you hear about that? I, I swear there was something, some headline there about that that they're uh, backing yeah, off so, on shipping. Right. So they're limit they're limiting their shipping lanes. They're limiting their their times, and until they can get assurances that their that their boats are safe and that their crews are safe ah. and that the promises that they make to their customers are safe, I you can't blame them. I mean, well, who would want to go in there? Yeah, I just found it that it's uh, shipping to Israel, so they're not going to uh, to ship into that area because they're just looking at it as too hot. Kind of uh, speaking to your point, right? That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, you're hearing of some businesses who are taking a political stance, meaning I am on one side or am I I am on the other, so therefore I will not support that region. But more so, it's a safety issue. Oh yeah, um, they can't. They just simply cannot risk 
um, it, it's it's not worth it's not worth the money that they would make by risking their um, you know risking their employees or or their boat, boats and equipment by going in there, you know. Carl, what role does the cost of insuring these shipments, uh, what role does that play in a lot of these decisions being made right now? And, and have you noticed a real spike in the cost of, inship- of, uh, of insuring these shipments? Because it, it seems to me that insurance seems to rule the world over what gets done and not get done. Yeah, so um, there, you know, terrorism insurance has caused premiums to more than double in a lot of cases. And so if you were, if you made a promise to somebody and you said, hey, I'll I'll ship a container for, call it $2,000 or $2,500. If you remember during the pandemic, they were as high as Um, $20,000. So if you made a promise to somebody saying, I'll get your your products from point A to point B for a certain amount, and now it's gone up tenfold – um, you know, the, the, the person buying the product is not going to want it. person shipping the product is, is going to, you know, could potentially get stuck with it. So it creates a bit of a stalemate. Mm-hmm. Is this mostly due to the Houthis, the Houthi rebels uh, droning various, uh, various ships? What is, when you talk about the, the, the rise in the problem, is that mostly what you're speaking of? That's the current issue. Um, but, you know, they're the, uh, the, these areas have been warring for decades, you know, well, really centuries. But the um, uh, but the, that's the that's the current most recent conflict and, and organization that you have to worry about. But the reality is, is that it's been going on for a while. Mm-hmm. And um, and if it's not this group, you know, remember uh, before Hamas, we were talking about ISIS before ISIS. We were talking about Al Qaeda. Right. You know, you were these were. The, these are various warring factions, and that this that happens to be the one right now. Um, but you know, the, these are uh, you know uh, complementary organizations that that rise, you know, when one has dropped off. Yeah, I've kind been of, uh, you know, splinter into others. You know, in uh, in getting ready for our little talk this morning, I was watching some shipping videos, which is. Uh, uh, which are quite fascinating when you see the attacks that come in, and the and it's not just the Houthi drone attacks, but you'll see uh, just piracy has been spiking, right? Just piracy in general has been spiking in these uh, particular areas, and uh, a lot of people don't realize that. And you see what these ships are doing with uh, huge fire uh, or water cannons over the uh, the sides to try to uh, to. Uh, nail these pirates and these uh, rebels and, and keep them from trying to board. It's astounding what has to be done to try to get shipping going through these uh, these Middle East channels, isn't it? It, it, re- it really is, because if you, you know, the um, and, and there were videos recently of uh, a small pirate ship trying to board a, na- a U.S. naval vessel. Um, <laughs> so the 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 pirates are getting more and more emboldened. And, you know, going back to the movie Captain Phillips, if you recall, um, you know, some some of these small pirate uh, or organizations are forced into doing this because of the, you know, some of the politics in their own country. But the um, yeah, they're they're much more bold emboldened to do this. They are taking chances like they never have before. Um, and they're going out. They're going after just about everything. Now, if you're a large company and you know, a video shows you you know, blasting away at this tiny little fishing boat that's with, with you know, 10 men on it, um, as horrendous as it is that they are trying to, uh, uh, they're trying to board your boat, you have to be seen to be using proportionate measures. So 
it's it really is it's a really hard situation to complicate the situation um you know uh, obviously these a larger government or a larger company has the wherewithal to just you know blast these small boats to bits mm-hmm. but they're trying they're they're trying to walk the line of being safe and being proportionate at the same time carl gould with me once again carl360.com is his website and uh, what would you advise uh, businesses that are involved in a lot of this international shipping right now? Do you have any uh, advice that you're, you're giving your clients? Well, you're, um, uh, we are. And what we've been saying since the pandemic, and, and the pandemic taught us the lesson or taught us that anything can happen and you have to be prepared for anything. And so the lesson really is valid today is you need to diversify your supply chain. It's not enough to just say, I buy a product from somewhere in the world and it just shows up at my doorstep from UPS or FedEx. You really need to know where the chain of custody is and, and where where does your parts and your products, where do they travel? Um, where do they travel to get from point A to point B? Because it matters now. You know, uh, if you um, – if you're, if you're to use an analogy, if you're flying in the United States in the summertime when it's hurricane season and it's and there's bad weather, you know to avoid certain areas. You know to avoid Chicago and fly through the South. So if you're going from one place to the other and you have a layover, where the layover is matters because you can be delayed or you can miss your flight. It's the same thing when you order goods overseas. It matters if it comes straight from Asia to our West Coast or does it go through the Middle East on the way to our East Coast? It matters now because, one, in one case, you have, a, you have certainty, more certainty that you, your products will arrive in the time that they say. And in the other, you really don't. Okay. And so as a business, you need to, we need, you need to be a little bit more aware of, of, of the route that your goods are taking. Do you see any evidence that uh, what's going on, the Middle East conflict and, uh, and the strain on these these shipping channels, is it leading to any more reshoring? In other words, uh, manufacturing and perhaps production comes back to American shores rather than trying to depend on uh, China always getting it to us or some other country. You know, in, in an ideal world, that would happen. And in an ideal world, our country would take certain measures to encourage more manufacturing in the United States. Um, and, and and so th- so you'd have more dependability in, in your supply chain. Mm-hmm. You know, the farther your products and, and materials have to travel, the more risk there is in you getting them or not. Um, and so you're uh, – but that's a bigger issue that would take so – that would take decades to, um, you, you know, to have it um, be fully operational. So the in the short term – you know, in the short term, we're dealing with policies that are from the 80s and 90s and 2000s. You know, China, um, China has, uh, because of their um, uh, their wage structure and their currency and their currency exchange and the value of their currency, um, they are they are simply able to produce things at one tenth what we are here, and so there would have it would have to go farther um, in order to encourage more manufacturing here in the states. In other words. Uh... A more warlike stance would would more or less force our hand, wouldn't it? It would. It would. Or an emergency measure where we just said, okay, 
We are going to tax the heck out of anything coming in. We're going to subsidize the heck out of anything that's built here. Um, and, um, you know, um, and, and changes will, will make uh, changes will be made. You know, the auto industry is a great example. Uh, the auto the Japanese automakers learned that, you know, building the product close to your customer and BMW for um, a German automaker, of course, but BMW imports more cars from the United States, uh, exports more from the United States than they import from Germany. I mean, to show to show you how good the manufacturing can be here in the States, you know, Toyota, um, Honda have all built plants here. Um, and um, and and it's we've proven that we can build a quality product on a regular basis. Um, but there are there are some um, industries that just simply can't compete monetarily. Yeah. Have we uh, have we reshored any real uh, high tech chip factoring? at this point in time or factories at this point in time, or is that still kind of a work in progress? That's a work in progress. Um, there's only three major chip makers that can, that can, you know, can really build chips um, at, at a, uh, at a significant high quality level that would be industry standard right now. Um, and Intel being the only American company of the three. Um, but the, um, uh, I think we lost Carl. Huh. Let me see if I can find him again. I, I'd like to get him to see if we can get him on here in just a moment. I actually heard the line drop there. All right. All right. I think I think we got you back there, Carl. Good morning. We're back. Okay, and yeah, we're back. yeah. I just heard the line uh, drop. You were talking about the chips. I wanted to get your take on that, please. Yeah, so there's there there are three major companies right now that are in a position to compete in any way, shape, or form on the global scale, mm -hmm. and one of them is a U.S. company, uh, that being Intel. Uh, the other two, uh, Samsung and TSMR, um, they are not American companies, obviously, um, and um, and so. You know, so we do have one of the three global players, but the um, uh, it, it's going to take uh, uh, the the two um, uh, TSMR and Samsung are are are, are well ahead. Yeah, uh, in the game. Yeah, and, no, um, no doubt about that. Now, this is the this is the big question though, because the stock markets in the United States of America have priced in a bunch of rate cuts from the Federal Reserve. They're expecting the Federal Reserve to be cutting uh, interest rates big time in the next few months, all right? And um, isn't what's happening right now going to be rather inflationary, truth be told? It, you know, it, it could be. Um, and and look, the economy is growing. I mean, we, we have uh, – you know, the good news is over the – since 2008, the Federal Reserve and the government – have a lot more tools at their disposal to help the economy grow mm -hmm. and um, and and protect it from uh, protect it from a downside. You know, if, if between 2008 and the pandemic, if that happened 100 years ago, we it, it, you know, it, it would have been another plague or another depression airy depression airy, um, uh, mm -hmm. you, you know, um, calamity, if you will. And um, and so so with all of the efforts that the that the government has taken to try to slow the economy down it just it just keeps going and going and going and um and so they can only slow it down so much 
You know, they can't kill the economy, right? They can't put the prices so high that it kills the economy. That 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 would be a disaster. Um, so what they're trying to do is they're trying to slow it down just enough so that uh, the unemployment rates and the and the um, you know will will uh, kind of find their center of gravity. Okay. So that the economy will stabilize. So huh. it's going to be inflationary. You know, if the rates go down, then the value prices are going to go up. Um, it's not always bad. Okay. It's not now, always bad. Now, Carl, uh, the thing about this, and this will be, I'm going to ask you to speculate a little bit on this, though. But uh, generally speaking, isn't the Fed usually pretty dovish on a, a big election year when you look at the history, what the Fed has done? Yes. I mean, if there's one thing that you can if there's one thing that you can rely on is that, uh, the gov- you know, the government is most of the government is trying to get rehired next yeah. year and they're going to do what they need to do to get rehired. Um, and and everyone knows that the economy is is the by far the number one issue and everything else is a is a far second. So there's nothing that is nearly as important to to the voting public as the economy. And so they're going to do everything in their power to make the economy as robust as possible leading into an election year. All and right. they're all going to take credit for it. All right, but watch out for the shipping. That is for sure. Carl Gould, once again. Carl Gould, Seven Stage Advisors. You can find out everything about Carl, carl360.com. It's carl360.com. I appreciate you coming on in, and uh, I appreciate the analysis. Thank you very much, Carl. Good talk, okay? It'll be an interesting year. It'll yeah. be an interesting year oh, for sure. you got that right. 653, and you're on KMED, KCMD. Is your business or personal tax return under IRS audit? Tell the IRS First Response Resolution has got it. First Response Resolution in Eagle Point, your local tax resolution experts. Visit firstresponseirs.com and talk to Zach in Eagle Point. He'll defend your rights as a taxpayer. When it comes to building materials, tools, and supplies, Hughes Lumber has been helping builders, homeowners, and contractors for over 30 years. Whether you're framing, siding a home, or building a deck, Hughes Lumber delivers everything you need to get the job done right at the best prices. But keeping your mind on your work is up to you. Hughes Lumber on Crater Lake Highway next to Garrison's. Your smile is the key to your health and confidence. Did you also know that research has concluded people have almost as much fear about finding a new dentist as they do about going to the dentist? Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Johnson, and here at Dental Excellence, we value the confidence and trust our patients have in us. My 20 years of experience in thorough training equals comprehensive dental care. From creating that perfect filling or doing that perfect root canal in my dental microscope to restoring a patient's confidence with implant-supported dentures, we can do it all here at Dental Excellence. For those who need, I am highly trained and certified in IV sedation and the art of creating a comfortable, relaxed, stress-free environment. Are you looking for friendly, compassionate, personal care? Come and join our excellent dental family. Call 541-779-6170 today for a free consultation. Dental Excellence. Dental Excellence. Changing lives, one smile at a time. Oregon Trunk and Auto Authority is your one-stop accessory and protection shop, offering quality products like Linex spray-on bed liners, undercoating, and truck, Jeep, and SUV accessories. Oregon Trunk and Auto Authority is now your premier source for overlanding, off-road, and outdoor lifestyle products. So what are you waiting for? Stop on by and get prepared for your next adventure. They're located at 4840 Airway Drive, just off Vilas Road in Central Point. 
Oregon Truck and Auto Authority. Your Department of Adventure. What these four justices have done is to introduce a destabilizing element. The politics. Legal efforts to disqualify the former president are underway in over a dozen other states. The whole thing's going to wind up in the courts. Of unintended consequences. Did Joe Biden just create a student debt bomb? So what? If I don't pay my student loans, what are you going to do? Why should anybody pay their loan off when the son of the president doesn't even pay his taxes? What happens next happens here. Americans look at all of this as incorrect. KNED at 99.3. KCMD. The Bill Myers Show on 106.3 KMET and 99.3 KCMD. 656 and change. 770-5633. Commissioner John West will join me here in about uh, 10 minutes and we'll kick around more on the Josephine County 17-116, which is important to pay attention to even if you live in Jackson County. Jackson County, Josephine County, because the same the same proposals, roughly speaking, are being proposed in both counties. Josephine County is just being hit up first on this uh, charter change. I think it's uh, quite interesting. I was reading something this morning from a Daily Signal. That's a, a portion of the uh, Heritage Foundation, Heritage Foundation, and this story is uh, is pretty chilling. And I think it just goes to speak how, if you are a person of faith, a, a religious person of faith. Or even if you're not a religious person of faith and you actually just believe in the freedom of expression and uh, and your freedom of conscience, it's something to pay attention to because ultimately most governments, with rare exception, absolutely despise people free to speak. They hate it. All right? Uh, government, uh, and, and this is the story out of uh, the Heritage Foundation, government in the Australian state of Victoria is now uh, trading on the sacred space of one's own inner prayers, all in the name of protecting people who identify as LGBTQ. They have a new law there, the Change or Suppression Conversion Practices Prohibition Act of 2021, which went into effect in August of 2022, forbids certain practices aimed at changing or suppressing an individual's gender identity or sexual orientation. Also, the law bans carrying out a religious practice, including but not limited to a prayer-based practice, a deliverance practice, or an exorcism. In other words, the state of Victoria in Australia is now saying, we're going to control your religious practice. That's what they've said. That's what they've done. And the Victorian Equal Opportunity and Human Rights Commission lays out prayer practices that fall under the ban with or without an LGBT person. That's a quote there. According to the commission, prayers that are directed at a person to change. Now, see, and this is it. This is what has been made illegal. The commission says that prayers that are directed to a person to change or suppress their sexual orientation or gender identity cause harm and are prohibited. So... The state has decided that they're going to tell you not to pray. You are not allowed to pray on behalf of this person. In other words, don't repent. You know, that sort of thing. This is the way of the world right now. And I think it's important that uh, that Christians and all people of faith keep this uh, close to their heart, because this is the reality. This is what, this is what Caesar is all about. And the United States government is not all that far from, from doing this sort of stuff, too. 
In fact, uh, some of the people most under attack, naturally Christians, especially white Christians in the United States of America, just saying. That's just a reality. Back to the uh, Australian story here. The commission presents other ways that Victoria residents can continue practicing your faith without causing harm. It suggests petitions to job uh, to God that so we have the government of Australia telling Christians how to pray. I kid you not. Victoria is suggesting petitions to God that ask for guidance that are supporting and reassuring that the person is created in their God's image and perfect the way they are that acknowledge that God loves the individual. So you actually have the Australian government advising people on the proper way to pray. Holy moly. Yeah, I know we have the First Amendment in the United States, but as you well know, it's been under um, attack for many, many years, continually under attack. And this is what happens when you don't stand and speak your truth. So if there's one thing you can't, you, you have to be, you must be in this time, because the United States, if they could get away with it, I have no doubt that many people would do the same thing that, uh, that Australia is doing. No, you can't do certain prayers. You can't do this. You can't do it. No, no, not allowed to. We, we suggest you pray this way because uh, praying the other way, that's bad. That's bad. That's not inclusive, you know, that sort of thing. But um, stand in your truth. Stand in your truth. Do not let anyone ever squash you in these. And it's going to be hard from time to time. It's not going to be easy. But uh, you cannot, you cannot, do never, do not participate in the lie. All right? It's uh, minute after 7 o'clock. A couple of emails of the day. Emails of the day sponsored by uh, Dr. Steve Nelson, Central Point Family Dentistry, centralpointfamilydentistry.com. It's on uh, Freeman Way. And it's uh, right next door to the Mazatlan Mexican Restaurant in uh, Central Point. Great people. And in-house crown lab. In fact, they usually get a crown made for you while you wait. Pretty darn cool, right? CentralPointFamilyDentistry.com. Jerry writes me this morning, Jerry Varner. Jerry the Bull says, hey, Bill, I ran across an old ticket stub of an athletic event that I attended the day Elvis died. I was 12 years old at that time, and a ticket to a baseball game at Dodger Stadium was $3. My classmate from high school informed me that today the price for the same ticket to Dodger Stadium is $50. Out of curiosity, I looked on the internet to see if what I could sell three dollars of silver for. One offer was sixteen seventy-five Federal Reserve notes per dollar. So after forty-six years, I can still buy that same ticket for almost the same price, three twenty to be more precise. That's an example of why people should consider saving some of their earnings in precious metals. It's not really about investing and getting a return. It's about protecting one's earnings from confiscation via inflation. Like one investor said recently. If you're not a contrarian, you will be a victim. And he was spot on with that comment. Jerry, appreciate you writing about that. Paul Princeton writes me this morning about airbags. Bill, city officials in the Austrian city of Salzburg have decided to fit lampposts with airbags to avoid injury to pedestrians who are distracted by their cell phones. Especially people uh, looking up tourist attractions are prone to this mishap. The zombie pedestrian, we have all encountered them in such acts as crossing a busy road without so much as looking. So now the city elders of Salzburg have decided to turn the city into a very large rubber room, something previously limited to asylums. It's all for safety, don't you know? Cheers, Paul. Paul, I could see Southern Oregon University doing that, couldn't you? I got to tell you, of all the places in Southern Oregon, if you want to see people 
that uh, cross the street and not look. Just go to Ashland, especially by SOU. It's astounding. I'll bet you they could make that into a uh, rubber room, too. <laughs> All right. The email bill at BillMyersShow.com. We appreciate you listening. We'll check uh, USA News coming up. Commissioner John West on the way, too.